everybody, how you doing? This is Sean Flanders, Tag Leadership Podcast. Uh, I did the first one over, obviously, uh, my keynote, just getting started, but I'd like to have some guests on time to time. So today, we came in early this morning, like at 5.30, just to record this for you folks out there. And my special guest today is Joe Mack, Joe McMillan. Uh, he is uh, worked for me when I first got here. And Joe, I'll let you tell uh, the story, but uh, when you talk about work ethic and you talk about attitude and how it can get you places, this is the man. This is a guy that has paid his dues and basically I only, you know, I've been here since May, but I saw it as soon as I got here the way he was. And I think it was obviously too long. If it was up to me and I was here, he'd have been promoted and done all that a long time ago. But... uh, Let's just welcome Joe McMillan. Joe, how's it going? Um, good morning, everyone. Um, Sean is going great. Um, thank you for the opportunity to speak to our listeners out there today, over the weekend also. I think this is a blessing to have this opportunity to speak about leadership, something that is almost lost in times nowadays. Yeah, you're right. Uh, when I first got here, it was three people. It was Joe, Tim, and Charlie. After I was here for a minute, you know, they all basically came to me and said, we ain't going to let you fail. We got you. And, you know, me and Joe talked so much about this. When I came in, my goal was to just build the relationship and try to just fit in and not use power or get stuff done just because I had authority. And I think Joe, you know, we've talked a lot. I think that's lost on you know, uh, uh, on a lot of people. What do you think? Yes, that's true, Sean. It's it's to the point now to where I don't know if it's the title, the position, or maybe the money a person get to take that role or get that management, that manager title, but leadership is lost. It's a difference between leadership and management. Right. And, man, when I met Sean, it was like an eye-opener. I was like, wow, it's still people out here that don't mind or wouldn't mind mentoring and helping somebody move to the next step. It's just, uh, you know, when you, when I got here and when people started talking about past management and, and leaders, so-called, you know, leaders, uh, and the way stuff was done, they might be great people. I don't know, but it was just, I had this great team and still do that, was worked hard, everybody came to work, did their job, and they were, you know, no reward, you know, nobody was rewarded, nobody was appreciated, and I didn't understand that. And it took me a while to find out, you know, it didn't take me a while really to find out how good of people I had, but it took me a while to find out, you know, kind of the mindset. And, you know, I've been in corporate America for 14 years probably, and you know, what you just talked about, Joe, it, it seems like people lose perspective when they, I'd say, go up the ladder. But, you know, I always, I always wonder that myself. Where does, it, where does it start and where does it end? Where does somebody comes in, is, is humbled and, and works hard, and they get to a certain level and it's like, all right, I got the power. I'm going to impose it on everybody to get stuff done instead of building that relationship. And that's what you were talking about. Yes. Um, you will notice a lot of people come in and use their power to get things done. And, and I understand that you might have your own personal gender or uh, gender from the company, higher up, passed down to this manager. But at the same time, the basic things, hello, enjoy your evening, um, have a great weekend. 
tag. Thank you. Appreciate it. Good job. Right. And it's the effort that, you know, when I first bought the, you know, Joe understands what leadership stuff I talked about because, and he'll probably tell you too, the first six months or so I was here, I didn't mention anything about leadership. I just, you know, I had my ideas. I came in and I, you know, installed the, the, the tag moniker that I came up with, but that's what I wanted to do. So I didn't, you know, over time we started talking about it and, you know, I, you appreciate people like Joe and for managers that, that don't uh, in companies or take for granted their people, you know, the, the little effort, hold on, it takes a lot of effort to build that relationship with everybody. But the little effort that you think about to say what you just said at the end on a Friday, to thank you, hey, appreciate your, you know, coming to work this week and all that, it's, it's, it's very minute. But in the long run, it makes a big difference. And I think I built relationships with everybody, and Joe included, so much so that, you know, we, Joe's been here in a long time that we're trying to, you know, or uh, about getting promoted, and me and and our boss Robert and stuff, we we push for that. And I yes. said Joe has to. I mean, he he's the work ethic and attitude. He's trained people. He does so much stuff that we have to promote him. And it just so happens the same time we're promoting him and. Excuse me. An opportunity opens up in in a production part. Uh, people come and say, "Hey, we got this opening. You, you know anybody that'd be good?" And it was like Joe. Yes. And that's one thing that I think that, and I've talked about it before, that fails is a lot of managers they want to hold on to their people because if if we have someone like Joe, we get stuff done. I don't want to lose Joe, so we'll hold him back a little. And I told you to begin with, I'm not going to hold you back, and you deserve to be. And now Joe's an exempt employee on his way up, getting his degree, doing all the right things. And it comes back to where where did it start as far as your work ethic and your attitude? Where does it get? Where do you get that from? Sean, a lot of people might pick it up from their parents. If they parents, if they grew up, watch their parents going to work every morning, coming home, still continue to do the things around the house supporting the kids and the activity they do. That's a great example of a work ethic and also a leader to be able to take care of your business, come home, be a parent, a mother, a father, a mentor to these kids, maybe a neighbor's kids. But my work ethic, I picked it up from my grandmother. I watched her go to work early in the morning. She was like the only family member in my life to ever retire from a job, you know, did her time, put it in. I was around a lot of people who look for loopholes, um, the government aid, that kind of stuff. So I was like, no, that's not the route. That's not the route to take. I'm going to follow my grandmother. I'm going to always treat people fair, right. work as hard as I can, and never judge a book by its cover. The true light will come out of a person with time put in. Put the time in and you'll really see how great this person is. I have not known Sean over a year yet. And this guy came in and changed my life. It was to the point to where I almost didn't even take a career change because I wanted to work with him. But I looked at it and realized even if I move on in this company, I can still bridge the gap by working with him because the position I got now feeds into logistics and what Sean do. And we are about to move this whole operation to a whole nother level because of his leadership skills. Well, I appreciate that, Joe. And, uh, you know, and that's one of the things that we've talked about before, too. When you have people like Joe that, that works hard and, you know, his attitude is infectious. It is. It, you know, he knows everybody in the building. Everybody likes Joe. And, and he does a job. 
So, you know, he's trained some of our people, you know, uh, Dante, which we just brought back, great yes. kid. Joe yes. trained him. And if it wasn't for you rubbing off on him and talking about his work ethic and attitude, that's the reason we brought him back. You know, he went through some things, but we believed in him so much that we brought him back. Joe now moves on, but guess what? He has that attitude in another, uh, in a, another part of the building. Well, all that's going to do is create a pipeline between us, just like you said. And if Joe moves up, uh, you know, we some of our people now that are, you know, that, that we hired on, if they move up and move out, we can still build, I could build logistics production, we can, we can collaborate. But it's just going to create, this is what I've talked about before, you create a pipeline in your, in your uh, company by doing this, not holding people back, but by creating uh, opportunities outside. People came back to me, uh, some people that hired Joe even and said, hey, we're going to have another opening or two. You got other people ready for us? And that's what it is. It's about building that, that pipeline because if I move on, well, guess what? I know Joe, well, I know Aaron, I know whoever that I can, hey, I'm going to make you part of my team again. Or Joe moves up. I can be part of his team. It's just a pipeline you create in a company, and it's not about me. It's about we. We. Right? Yes. It's no I in team. Um, Sean came to our company, walked the building asked them people in his department, in his group, what's been going on? How, how do things operate? You know, Sean agenda coming through the door was leadership. You know, what can I do to work with you to help you get better, to help you go to the next step? Sean actually called me while I was working on a game plan, praying to God, going to school at night, continuing to work hard. I had already had something I already had the wheels turning. I was already had the wheels turning. But when I got to really know Sean and understand Sean, which we all have bad days, had to test the water with Sean just to see if he would renege on me. He didn't. Even when I had a bad day, Sean continued to speak to me. I don't have managers where you say something off the wall to him and they'll turn their back on you, quit speaking. Sean dealt with it. He processed it. We came back. I think I apologized to him and, and we moved forward. And this is one reason why we're doing the podcast right now, because a leader understands that you have family issues, work issues, life issues, things from your past still holding on. And the guy Dante he's speaking on is a great kid. We all done had second chances. I done had so many friends come through and offer me to do things and I'm stuck going right and they they telling me go left and your life will go this way. Take the left turn, Joe. I'm steady making a right. Steady making a right. Well, God got me going left now and I done crossed paths with Sean Flanders, a, a, a great example of a leader, uh, a guy that's willing to go above and beyond to give a person a second chance. The things he has done the reason why we got Dante back is all, all over Sean Flanders, man. This guy is a great guy. Leadership, I'm willing to support you. I'm ready. Well, I appreciate that. And, you know, I want to do more of these podcasts, sit around and talk. And, you know, I, I, it ain't, it's not for the benefit of me or you talking. We talk about this stuff all the time. I want people to understand it ain't just about me. It's about Joe's story. It's about everybody we have. You know, what you said is perfect, and I, I talk about it all the time, and I just, I don't know what people really process. You can't control outside what happens to people at home. 
When they come through those doors, I have an opportunity to make a difference. You have an opportunity to make a difference. A leader is not, okay, I manage people. That's not just a leader. You don't have to be in a leader, a, a position of so-called leadership to be a leader. And Joe's a perfect example of that. And, you know, we can use more people like Joe. And we can use a culture of, hey, I'm no more important than you and vice versa. We work together to create something bigger. That is what the message that I'm trying to get through. And we've talked on it. And I think we could build something, not only this company, but others that hear a story of, oh, that, that makes sense. And I just wish people, and I hope people listen and, and you know, take it for, uh, you know, for what it's worth. And, and that is to create something bigger than themselves and yes. make a difference. Yes, just process it. Uh, run it through your mindset. Process it. A lot of people react off of anger, uh, emotions first. I'm a guy learning how to deal with things by processing it for a little bit, running through, plan A, plan B. It's no different than the cartoons. Uh, you have the angel on one shoulder, the, the devil on your on your other shoulder. Those are the cartoons we grew up with. Uh, the stuff they show now, I think they done got away from that. But it's no different. You have those decisions to where something to be in your ear telling you to do this. But then if you listen to the other side, it's telling you not to do this. And we have to do more of that. Um, Leadership has been lost in a lot of companies. There's a lot of examples of leaders getting caught doing stuff outside of what the company ethics and values are. Don't want to call out no names, but websites don't put people on blast and threw leaders under the bus. But is it the money? Is it the power? Or is it the title that make a person won't even walk past their own employees in the hallway and won't even speak, not even a hello. This person is on your team. Right. Matter of fact, this person has asked you a question in an all-hands meeting, but when you see me in the hallway, you won't even say hello, hi, nod your head. Right. Just a wave. The disconnect happens, I believe, uh, at a human being level. I've talked about it, too, so much that a human being... <laughs> When I go home, Joe, I walk through those doors and my girls run to me. Your daughter that you just had yes, sir. and your wife, when they see you, it's an appreciation. You see that look on her face. Yes, sir. It warms your heart. When those girls run to me at home, it's like, oh, you know, I, I feel appreciated no matter what. That's, that's, that's the human element that's missing when people walk through those doors. They don't realize the human element of, guess what? I don't care if it's the, the gentleman that cleans the bathroom. I don't care if it's the vice president or the president of the company. We all go home. We, all ha we are the same people going home. If I see a grocery store or not, titles don't mean anything you leave this building. They shouldn't mean anything in here. Yes, to make decisions and to uh, you know, be a leader, you would hope. But outside of work, we're no different people. And that's where I think the disconnect is. So, you know, I, I think when someone gets that authority, they think they're different walking through those doors. But when you walk out, I pass you, we're the same person, no matter titles. That's not lost on me. That's not lost on you. But it is corporate America. And, and you know, I told stories about when I was an air marshal and the dude walks in and just starts throwing around his weight and all that. And everybody was, it just rubbed it. It, it was a bad start and it never got better. And that was, that was one person's fault of thinking they're better than everybody else. So I don't know where it comes from, Joe. Uh, I think, you know, 
you would figure when you would talk back to your, your grandmother, yeah. you saw that. That was an example for you. And it is weird because I don't think everybody had a, a, a bad example so that are bad people. Yes. I just, you know, I think, and one of the reasons I want to do all this, because I think it is broken in a way, not just society, but in the corporate world level, as you move up, it's this stigma. It's, you know, I'm important, you're not. And, you know, I don't know where you where it comes from, but it, oh, you know, and I don't mean to be rude. You know, people talk about the millennial generation, uh, but I think it's the older generation that has that. And like I said, I'm, I don't, I'm not, we've met some good people yes. that are older. Uh, you know, I don't know what that generation is, but you know, that are going to retire in the next couple of years Baby that are, boomers. yeah, that are good people. Yes. But you also have those that are, you know, have the stigma is, you know, don't approach me this and that I'm important. And, you know, I, you know, people say, well, it's always been that way. That's old school. I don't know what that means, Joe. You know, it's, it's. Yeah. Times, times has changed. Um, Generations. I, I, I think I'm on the back end of the baby boomers by being born in 78. Um, I done seen a, a lot of different changes through people, but at the same time, we all put our pants on one leg at a time. Um, we, we drive with certain feats depending on what type of car you got, whether you got to use two feet or one. Um, but we're no different. Right. Um, me and Sean have two different upbringings. He had both his parents. I'm from a single-parent home. Um, but we both are right here at this table right now speaking on leadership because the roads I took in life are not the same roads Sean took in life. I'm actually still taking night classes now to better myself and give me a greater opportunity in a career field later on in life to also help take care of my family, right. my daughter, my wife. Uh, motivation, dedication, and hard work is what it takes to make those steps and get things done. That, but for as a leader, man, once you done already completed school and got this title, you know, I, I see leaders who have people in a group maybe 10 years doing the same thing. Right. I mean, why not pull this person to the side and doing their reviews and motivate them? Like, have you ever thought about doing this? Right. Have you ever thought about taking doing this, doing this? We can move you here if you do this. You're, you're a great employee. You come to work all the time. I see you here, but I know I can get more out of you. Because there's a lot of people just that are stagnant in life. They're scared. A lot of people are scared of change. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't, I don't see color. Um, I let a person prove to me whether they like me or dislike me. Um, I'm going to always speak to you, even if from, from a far a wave, a nod, yeah. might call you by your name. I might scream your name out down the hallway, but I'm going to recognize you because if we don't work hard together, I can never forget what we have done right. to get to where we are now. I will never forget that. We'll always speak. Um, I got a great trait of remembering people's names. My wife, she she can't do it to save her life. And, <laughs> and that's different. You know, we all different, but I can. Maybe it's my upbringing and the, the town that I grew up in, but man, I can remember your name and, and call you your name. And if you tell me something, I'll bring it back up. But we need leadership now. Um, WWJD, what would Jesus do? When, when Sean told me about tag. And I saw it. I was like, oh, my God, that is what we need. Thank you. 
appreciate it. Good job. Those three elements right there can change a person's life, can motivate them to do, to give you 110% instead of 80%, 70%, 90 You can get that extra 10 Go above and beyond just by telling them thank you. I appreciate it. You know, shaking right. their hand. Right. Um, if they in front of you in the lunch line, let me get that today. You know, right. buying them a lunch every once in a while. Those are the things that motivate people. Um, but I think we also need to sit down with a lot of people that's been doing the same thing for 15, 10 years and just see if they want to take a, take, take a chance at change. Yeah. Well, it's, it's about growing. It's about, and, and it goes back to effort. As a, as a leader, you want to be able to, uh, you know, make a difference. Well, you don't make a difference by, you know, just status quo or coming to work and, you know, I don't want to be bothered and, you know, I'm not, you know, this, I'm not somebody that's just going to get up and come to you when there's a problem or issue. That's what I call the, oh crap, the boss is coming mentality. And you don't want to ever be labeled as that because you're not, if people see you just as, hey, there's an issue, here he comes, you failed basically as a leader. And, uh, you want to grow people. People want to grow. People want to feel appreciated. I don't, you know, I don't care if you're working. I don't care if you're at home. If you're playing ball, Joe, that we play ball together. Yes. Uh, you want to feel appreciated. You know, you know, they always say, you know, you get that assist, you get that point, right? Yeah, you want, it. you want to, you want to acknowledge somebody for, hey, thanks, good job. That's in basketball too, you know. Yeah, we all have roles to play. Right. I might not be the greatest shooter, but if I know or if I done built the chemistry with you on that court, and no, man, if I get this rebound, I see him stepping into the three-point line, just give it to him, a chest pass. I'm going the other way. Don't even have to worry about a rebound. I know it's money. <laughs> the shot is in. <laughs> you know, it's, but it's chemistry. That's the relationship you have to yep. grow. Um, the Bulls, Michael Jordan, was great. Tried to beat Detroit. Tried to beat Boston for years by himself. Phil Jackson, they built that team, got him some pieces, got him a great defender on the team, Scottie Pippen, got him an old-school five-position Bill Cartwright, got him some average guards to come in and help, John Paxson, B.J. Armstrong. And then he was able, old school, yeah. able to beat yeah. the Celtics, able yeah. to beat the, the bad boys out of Detroit. Right. You know, a lot of people thought it was Jordan by himself. No, he was surrounded by role players. People come off the bench play their role but if you look at the nba now it's a lot of eyes on these teams yeah so now you already know it ain't but like two maybe four teams that's gonna be in the playoffs every year you got cleveland now you got boston now you got san antonio and golden state out the west it's not the same no more right right it used to back in the days be new york cleveland chicago detroit boston la san antonio houston phoenix they had all these different teams yep. That was just stacked. Right, right. It ain't like that no more. You know, so I just wait till the playoffs for the NBA. There's no need to watch it. <laughs> you can't, you're not, you know, what we're talking about, you can't build, you know, that that individual can only go so far. Only so far. And that's why even in a company, you can build a role. You could, everybody have a role and everybody come together to complete a goal. Because down the line in the future, me and Joe have a long time to go you know, God willing, and, you know, to retire, we got to be able to build that pipeline. You got to be able to build that team because I already know if I, you know, I talked about it before, if I move on somewhere else, uh, hopefully in the company, I'm looking for Joe, an opportunity to, to work with him again. I'm looking for an opportunity to work with a couple other people, just building that team. 
And that's what it's about. That's, you know, and just think, it's not just me and Joe. If everybody had this mindset, I think, in other other organizations, other company, you can you could build a great team there too. Sky's the limit. Yeah, sky's the limit, man. Yeah, you can go above and beyond. So I mean, it's the chemistry though, it's getting to know each other, understanding my strengths, my weaknesses. If I'm I'm weak over here, Sean might be strong over here. He might be weak over here and I'm strong over here. Let's put it together. Let's bridge that gap. Right. Let's make let's make the, the building stronger. Let's have the foundation firm, sturdy, so we can build up. Maybe even bring it out. Bring right. people in, man. It's a lot of people who have things to talk about, but they might just be scared because what they make an hour, uh uh what they title is in the company yet, you know, but we might have great young leaders right now amongst us, and we don't even know that. Just right. Because we are, like Sean said, that generation gap. Oh, they're millennial. They ain't. They don't even want to work hard. Okay. Technology done changed to where you don't have to get up and go to work six in the morning. Matter of fact, right. companies is trying to get away from that kind of stuff. They let's get somebody else to do that. But we gotta have those people that get up at six in the morning, come in here and start busting everything down, getting things moving early, and that's okay. Right. But, man, if you're great and you got something instilled into you, you need to move up so we can bring in another great young person that keep the company going over, but we need your leadership at this next level. Yep. And that's where that's where we're trying to do. Uh, you know, I'd like to get, bring other people on, too. Joe's a great. I'm probably having him back. I would we, love to come back. We we were we thought about the you know we came in early to do this for like ten minutes or so now it's twenty five minutes we could and, talk and talk forever and probably I haven't even had a drink of water yet <laughs> so but uh, we'll end it there for today but I appreciate you Joe coming in Sean, I'm sure people you. will hear more especially our stories the our nicknames that we have for everybody and uh, but you know uh, I do appreciate it and Joe deserves everything he got and has because of his work ethic and attitude. And if we can just get that on more people and instill that and have people out there that want to lead and not just take from people, I think it's going to make a world of difference. We're going to have a great, great, great. We'll have a great future, a great world if we could get more people to come up and lead. You are example. Very true. All right, guys. Well, appreciate you listening and send us some feedback. And uh, like I said, going to have more people on. Appreciate Joe today, and we'll talk uh, to you later. I would like oh. to say thank you, Sean, for letting me come on. Yeah, uh, yeah. The opportunity. I would love to come back. Yep, man. But love, and we're going to keep doing this. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, have guys. Have a great weekend. See ya.